What is up there everybody? Citrus Aviation and Red River Aviation here with Model Aircraft today. This is our brand new aviation podcast where we talk about model airplanes and this is episode one and we've got a lot of great news to talk about today. We're going to start off with the Airline of International So which will be occurring this year at Chicago Hale at the Hilton Hotel in the Conference Center area and it will be June 25th through 28th. And uh, you can go check it out and go check out the show. There'll be a bunch of your favorite creators that'll be there. And it'll be an awesome show. I know that Red River Aviation will be going on it and will be there. I'm not sure if I'll be able to make it this year. We'll see. I really wanted to. But uh, unfortunately, some changes that are happening might uh, prevent me from doing it. And I'll, I'm going to make a separate video on why that is. But uh, Airlines International will be awesome. There'll be tons of vendors there selling aircraft, some manufacturers supposedly will be there as well, selling off their product, you can actually talk to their real people. So that will be really awesome. So go check out Airliners International, it's going to be a great sell. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome everybody to the Model Aircraft Today podcast episode one. Thank you guys so much for all your support on episode zero. We really appreciate it. Once again, this has been something that we've been looking to do for a very long time. We really appreciate all the support. Almost 100 followers on Instagram. That's absolutely incredible. Thank you guys so much for the support. Feel free to check us out on all those social media platforms and all that fun stuff, the YouTube channel and everything that we got going. But we're super excited for this show. Once again, this has been something that we've been looking forward to for such a long time to give us an awesome platform to talk about uh, model aircraft news. And this is a perfect way to start citrus just dove right into it and we'll have some more feedbacks and remarks towards the end of this episode but let's get started with that as the airliners international convention is going to be absolutely awesome that's june 23rd through 25 at this convention you're going to find various uh, aviation memorabilia items such as model airplanes of course that's one of the biggest ones but you're also going to find different things like different posters and safety cards and just airline memorabilia as a whole there's a lot of really cool stuff there and it's going to be absolutely awesome so i really hope you guys are excited for it it's going to be absolutely awesome really excited to hopefully be attending i don't think there should be any issues so i'm very excited uh, it's going to be absolutely awesome it's going to be a fun event make sure you get your tickets if you do plan to go and get airfare or whatever you need because it's coming up very soon but we thought we'd mention it since it'll be coming very quick so yes very excited for airliners international it's going to be absolutely awesome and we hope to see you guys there it'll be very fun and hopefully everybody's able to make it so it's going to be really good and we're very very excited for it yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that you'll be going and that you'll be making some content, so it'll be fantastic for anyone who didn't make the show to be able to see what going to the show is like, because really, there isn't much content out there on YouTube or social medias at all of what going to the show or model airplane show at all is really like. So uh, that'll be really good to see, and I'm sure a lot of people will be interested in uh, seen it. We know that you'll be going. I think JJ Skippy will be going uh, and several other YouTubers. Unfortunately, Aviation 18 will not be able to make it this year due to his trip to the United States being changed as to when he'll be here. So because of that, he will not be at the show, but maybe next year. So NG Models has been uh, busy doing a lot of great new things, which they'll be basically the company we talk about most in this episode. They are a Model aircraft company that produces 400 and 200 scale commercial airliners mostly, but they also do some military and private stuff. Now they have a new mobile website. They've updated the website a little bit. They've updated the uh, computer one a little bit too, but the big deal is they now have a mobile version that will automatically load if you're on iPhone and Android. So it is a nice improvement because the desktop website did not properly load at all on a mobile phone. So now they have one that works great. and. 
In addition to that, they've announced a new model company, which will be making classic models. Well, as far as we can tell, it's basically going to be an extension of NG models, but basically classic aircraft in particular will be the focus of it. So that'll be a really interesting brand. I know yesterday's airlines is super excited about because he'll get a lot of aircraft that he is interested in. But it'll be an interesting new brand. I'm interested to see where they take it. Yeah, so continuing our headline news, it's very exciting to see NG Models refreshing their mobile desktop app. Uh, again, a lot of people use phones nowadays, so we've really needed that, that done. So thank you, NG, for finally doing that after five years of production. So really great to see the new website. I think it's worked really well, and I hope that you guys have enjoyed it as well. The UI is really good and just nice and simple and just an extension off the actual website itself. So really nice to see that. I think it's absolutely awesome. And also, the new model brand for Hands Models is very exciting. I'm really excited to see what they're going to do. Again, it's kind of just more of a spinoff than anything from NG Models, but this brand was designed with the intention to uh, begin making classic models, which is really exciting. One quote here that they said, uh, this comes from yesterday's airlines, Brahane's models are pleased to announce a new limited range of one of one scale die-cast model airliners. The models will be commissioned under agreement with NG Models and will feature Western airliners and airliners liveries from yesteryear. So if you guys are excited for that, definitely be ready to pick those up because they have a lot of great stuff. And again, this kind of more of a spinoff with NG models but it'll be great to have some additional uh planes from another awesome brand so a very unique uh situation for sure but i think that they'll be great for our market and i think that they'll do a very good job so very excited for that be sure to check them out they got a facebook page and everything and they'll be a great addition to our community for sure so excited to see by hands models yeah and with that there is a brand new mold that we're going to talk about and that is the new ng models airbus molds so we're going to talk about another one that got announced, which is the Aviation 400 one, but we're going to focus a lot of today's video on the Airbus mold that NG has announced. So they've already announced some aircraft that they'll be releasing, so they're going straight into announcing the mold and releasing the aircraft very quickly. And so this is a brand new mold, will be featuring the Airbus 319 through the 321neo and reportedly an A318 will be coming as well. Not confirmed as of yet though. However, the models that they have announced are quite significant and there's a lot of them. So it'll be the full Airbus range, uh, including the Neos and the Regulars, uh, the CEOs, and it'll include all engine options. So including the IAE, V2500s, the CFM 56Bs, the CFM Leaps, everything that you could get on Airbus will be offered on the engine models. Frozen in the 31920 and 21. So pretty awesome to see this and this means that they'll be able to make basically anything for Airbus. So it might seem like the Airbus models are a little bit saturated but it is definitely a market that could use a super high quality model and it's great to see that NG models is going to make a super high quality one here with the Airbus models. The mold samples that yesterday Airlines did receive and has made articles about look to be really really good so I'm super super excited to get the models in my hands. Um, I really like how the engines on these look. They look fantastic, particularly considering the uh, controversy, we'll call it, that uh, Gemini Jets received around their Rosins being, let's just say, oversized to the point where I would call the regular A320s the uh, A320neos, and I'd call the ones that the A320neo engines the Neo Pro Maxes, like an iPhone. Uh, so, 
the inches were just way too big and in my opinion the Gemini slant JC Wings Airbus is out of proportion in general. There's other proportions that are off on it in comparison to the real aircraft. So this new NG1 looks to be much more similar to what the Panda mold is which is a significantly more accurate Airbus. And the nice thing about this is NG Models developed this new Airbus mold so that each aircraft is essentially the same mold but a stretched or a sorted version of it. So that allows that a lot more continuity between the three versions and for the model to look as good as possible. I'm very impressed by the engines, in particular as I mentioned. The only downsides I can see with it right off are that I think the winglets don't have enough of a curve to them when they go from the wing to the wingtip. And the inside fan blades have a little ring around them on the inside that Hopefully that's just a mold thing and it's not actually on the real aircraft because the real Airbus does not have that. The fan blades are carved on the Neos as they should be. Um, and the mold looks to be pretty good. I'm looking forward to see what it looks like with actual details on it because that will give us the full look-sees at what the aircraft looks like. And we'll be able to judge the aircraft all the way. So everything that you could get on these will be here including circlets or just standard wingtips or what we'll call the... Uh, uh, the, the fence tips, all sorts of interesting things. Every variant, an A321neo, two Indigo A321neos, and there are a couple others that have already been released and will be two customers soon. So it'll be a very good mold. I'm looking forward to see what they do with it. Yeah, I think these new molds from NG Models are going to be great to continue to enhance their lineup. I mean, they already have so many airplanes, but this is just going to put it above and beyond, which is absolutely incredible. So first and foremost, I'm going to start with the mold that we kind of already had with the Airbus A321, since it's interesting that they chose to redo this mold. But I think it makes a lot of sense, like Citrus said, for the continuity. But this is really exciting. So of course, like Citrus said, I mean, he killed the assessment, so I'm not going to try to reiterate all of it. But you have all the Neo and just normal options, the A321, Sharklet, not Sharklet, CFM, IAE, lev engines all that so everything that you could want this mold here so if you want any airbus narrow body you can pretty much get it which is very exciting now there's various molds as well especially the gemini jets and jc1 is very uh very famous for oversized engines bad nose shapes thick antennas you name it it probably has it but the good news is that these additional molds will be great i know phoenix has also kind of struggled with their mold in the past and you know there's various opinions about all these but these look really good citrus did note with the winglet that uh Sharklet, whatever you want to call it, that the angle's a little bit off. I would agree with that. It also seems like maybe the nose landing gear may be slightly uh, tilted, just a little bit more than what it's supposed to be. Could be wrong, just something I'm looking at from the pictures here, but hopefully they can take some of these uh, critiques and continue to adjust the molds a little bit, but honestly, these are really good. Really good job for the go first go at it, and I mean, there's just so many different variants, so NG could literally do anything, which is very exciting. And it's really, really cool because you never really see anything like this uh, from behind the scenes with these samples to just see how many different variants there are. I mean, sure, you will see different variants of aircraft just released, but it's really cool to see the behind the scenes. I really enjoy, uh, appreciate NG's full in-depth look at the full process. So this is really, really cool. I think that these will be great. You could literally get any aircraft. I do agree that high-quality Airbus narrow-body molds were definitely needed despite having various molds over the years. And I think this will be a great complement to the Airbus lineup that we currently have. I think that they will be a phenomenal addition, and I think that they, ultimately there is uh, it's just going to be incredible. I know a lot of people have been 
really excited for this. I mean, just reading off some comments here, different airplanes, uh, Avianca, Frontier, Turkish, TAP, I mean, uh, you name it, all kinds of planes, Tur uh, EasyJet, uh, Taka, um, AirAsia, you name it. I mean, there's LAN, LATAM, AirBlue, Air I mean, you name it. There's so many planes. So it's really exciting. I'm super excited for all of these, and I'm really excited to see what's to come with these new NG Airbus molds. They'll be great, and I think that this will add a whole new element to the collecting and even more releases for NG models to produce. So it's very exciting. Really excited for these. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, to go along with that for mold news, we do have the announcement of the Aviation 400 Airbus Neo mold. Now, we don't know as much about this one. I'm pulling up yesterday's, yesterday's airline's article on it. We don't know quite as much about this one. Supposedly, it will though have the beacon light and the extra 200 scale light details. So that'll be an interesting way to identify this one over the NG models one. Although, from the mold samples, the NG models one did look to be better, particularly in the wing root area, where they have the proper curved edge to it. There's like a little section where the wing kind of like has like this like I don't know how to describe it, but almost like a little bulge that goes into the wing root extra right where the wing is. And the ABC 400 mold doesn't appear to sew that. However, the ABC 401 does seem to have better fan blades. So we'll see how it looks. But as of right now, we don't know a whole lot about it, except for the fact that it is coming some point soon, whenever that will be. So that's that mold. And I don't even know if they'll make that many North American models, but it is something to keep an eye on if they make anything that you're particularly interested in. A reason 400 does have a new mold and they will be an option for the Airbus 320. Yes, this is a very interesting mold right here from Aviation 400. Uh, they've been doing a lot of expanding, which is very exciting, of course, with the Boeing 787-9 and Airbus A380. And this is a great way to move into the narrow body market. I think this is their first narrow body. I could be completely wrong on that. But it is really, really exciting to see this uh, from Aviation 400. Uh, just looking at some of the initial pictures, and I mean, there wasn't really too much background on why they chose to do this. But uh, from what I understand, that there is even more demand for the Airbus molds, and uh, it appears to be the Aviation 400 picked up on that. So so this is really, really exciting. Uh, taking a look at some of the initial pictures of the mold, kind of, I mean, we all know about the A320. It doesn't need really an introduction. But one thing I do really like is the sharklet angle. I do think it's looking really good, so I'm glad to see that. And then, yeah, the, ring, the wing root area, excuse me, is definitely a little bit odd uh, compared to the uh, NG Models one, which is definitely a disadvantage. But I still think the Aviation 400 does produce some really good airplanes, and I think that they can definitely make some really good stuff with this. Uh, I really like the 3D beacon light, and I even have a United 777-300 I got recently, and that thing was just incredible. The detail, the attention to it, I mean, just everything. The beacon light, the antennas were really nice. Just all the details were really, really nice, and I really appreciate that from Aviation 400. They go really far to make sure that these models are very good, and they always live up to their standards, which I very much appreciate. But again, taking a look at these molds, I think that they can do really good with these. Hopefully, maybe they can do just a touch of adjusting and make these absolutely perfect, but I think that Aviation 400 is going to do really really good with these these are once again phenomenal molds and i'm just super excited to see what's the come going forward with these molds uh i think that they could do some really good planes with these 
And again, just looking at the whole mold, once again, the nose shape looks great. The fuselage doesn't look too thick. The tail looks awesome. Vertical stabilizer and horizontal stabilizers. Uh, APU looks pretty good. Wings uh, look pretty good despite the wing root. And I mean, yeah, sure, we kind of need some actual models to get the full details on this. But ultimately, this is really, really nice. So well done by Aviation 400. I'm really excited to see this new mold. And I'll be very excited to hopefully get their planes. And it may take like a year or two, obviously, with their uh, production and how it works. So very excited for it nevertheless. And I think it's going to be absolutely Absolutely awesome. Well done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one other detail I want to mention is it does look like it'll have a full APU inlet or outlet uh, exhaust where it has the actual like punch in at the end of the fuselage, which I don't think any other detail, any other model company has shown that where there's actually like a little hole going into the exhaust pipe. So that'll be cool to see how that's implemented. Um, and that's something we have not seen before. Um, one last mold we wanted to talk about here would be the Boeing 737-600 that Angie Malls is finally making. They announced the very first one will be an Aeroflyer of 737-600. This will have the updated 600 mold because the first one had some issues and they're fixing that. And this one will look very good. Now, there is a room of 737 Max and A318 that is apparently coming very soon. Uh, but we'll talk about that more in detail in a later episode when we have more concrete, realistic details on it other than just some rumors. So, the 737-600 is the smallest of the 737-NG family. It's actually one of the smallest 737s ever made. And this aircraft was fairly unpopular. It did not sell very well. I believe there's somewhere between 30 to 50 total made and there weren't a whole lot um, the majority of them operate by WestJet. There are some in operation today, such as the Aeroflyer 1, which is a former WestJet 737-600, and it will now be a charter 737-600. Of course, I'm very excited for the Janet AL-1, which flies into Las Vegas, which is why I'm interested in it. But it'll be a very interesting aircraft, and there's definitely some 737-600s they can do. And one of the cool things for NG doing multiple variants of the same mold, which allows them to make different variants of a certain aircraft, is they can reduce the cost to make the mold so they can make more obscure aircraft, such as the 737-600, because there aren't a whole lot that were made, there's not a whole lot of liveries they can do, but they are still doing it, which I think is awesome. Yes, very exciting to see the Boeing 737-600 from NG Models, excuse me. Uh, this mold that obviously they announced previously but are finally getting uh, going, which is very exciting. Uh, despite not many aircraft, it's really nice that they just want the extra mile and made the mold. I think that they can make some really high-quality ones like the Janet, as Citrus mentioned, WestJet, Aeroflyer, as they'll be doing, and uh, any other various aircraft. Uh, there's not a ton of airlines, so it's, uh, it's kind of, there is kind of a ceiling with it. But I'm really excited to see what they'll do with the Boeing 767-300. I think they'll do a great job, and I'm very excited to see where they'll take the 737-600 going into the future. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be an awesome mold. And with that, that brings us to the releases. So, tons of releases we're going to talk about today. And we're going to start with the General Jets May releases, which, as I'm taking a look at their website, was just changed to only selling the May releases. So, the June releases might already be out by the time this podcast is up. But just knowing of time to record this, the May releases were the most recent ones. So this release set um, brought a bunch of interesting aircraft. It's a little bit on the smaller side, at least for 400 scale and larger for the 200 scale ones. 
but we got a lot of interactive series releases this month, including two 747s in 400 scale, China Southern and Polo. Now both of these are either retired or older liveries, but I still think they are cool. The JSX. 145, super exciting. The Breeze Air A220, also super exciting. And the American Airlines Electra is one of the more interesting models. It's quite expensive. Generally charges a lot for it, but it's a really cool aircraft. The livery looks nice, and I know that you are getting one. Um, the National 727 is pretty cool. Uh, of course, the United States uh, Air Force aircraft are both interesting. And the 200 scale, we are getting the triple three for American, and this time there's a flat down variant available. Of course, the CRJ 200 and 200 scale is interesting. Of course, we're getting Cali 1 both in both flats up and flats down. It's a smaller, is not as exciting release overall, but there's still some interesting things in here. Yeah, I think Gemini Jets did a great job with this release. Of course, they've been releasing a ton of models for all uh, regions, so it's very exciting to see another phenomenal set from them. Again, some really good stuff from 400. Uh, despite only being six models, this is the perfect contrast of some stuff that everybody could want and also if somebody needed the pass for some money reasons, that is also there as well. Great job with the variety. I was really happy to see that. Also, some really good... Uh, Air Force aircraft with the C-17 for the March Air Force Base. That's awesome. And the main Air National Guard KC-135. Very nice. Uh, the one 200s were also awesome. Another really nice uh, contrast for all of our Australian viewers and people. Uh, we got the Alliance Fokker 100, which is very exciting. Uh, one aircraft that I was very interested to see was the uh, Asiana Boeing 777-200ER. That's a nice aircraft for sure. And then uh, another one that's really cool for our retro collectors, the uh, Twin Otter for Continental Airlines. That is very nice. Uh, also great to see the Southwest California one, as mentioned previously, and the uh, Darewell, Dale, Delaware, excuse me, Air National Guard C-130. Very cool. So overall, uh, kind of one of those low-key releases, but honestly, you got to have some of those somewhere, and yes, it's going to be very exciting. So eager to see what Gemini will do for June. I think they have a lot of great options ahead, so we'll have to see where it takes us for June. Absolutely, and uh, that next brings us on to the NG models releases. Huge release. As far as I can tell, this is the biggest model aircraft release of all time. Uh, 20, actually 30 models in this set if you include the new uh, retro model from the new brand. So 30 releases total, loaded. Uh, we have 200 scale models and 400 scale models. Uh, of course, in 200 scale, we've got the Gulfstream and the CRJ200, both good molds by NG and both great for your 200 scale collection. I have several Gulfstreams and I like all of them from NG. And um, we do have a bunch of 400 scale aircraft. We have uh, the TU-204, the L-1011, the ALJ-21, the A330-300, the A350, the new Airbuses. We got six of them, six new Airbuses, so that's a good number. We have the 787s, triple threes and triple twos, so the both recent molds are also showing up here again. 757s and Delta Airlines, yeah, woo! Very excited about that, of course. Uh, we have 747SP, two of them, and we have 737 700s, 737-800s, 737-600s, new mold. So basically, in this one, we have like eight new molds showing up, so they're definitely going hard on the new mold, and I think we're going to see a ton of releases coming out with the new molds and it's really exciting to see that. Tons of good stuff, a little bit a little bit of something for everybody. Uh, personally for me, 
I don't think I'll be able to pre-order all of these because there's too many good ones, but of course, no one will be surprised I'm getting a ton of Delta 757s. I will be picking up Delta 321neo as well, and I will be picking up the Play 321neo. Um, the KLM Acer Triple Three is of interest for me because I saw that exact aircraft in Atlanta, and of course, I have the KLM Triple Three from Gemini. However, I would consider getting the NG version as it's a superior model. And of course, both 9739s will be mine. And of course, the WestJet cargoes are tempting, but I'd like to get the cargo jet 75s instead from a previous release. Um, the T204s look good as well, although I got the one that I already wanted, which was actually the first one they made, which was the Cubana. But the T204 very unique aircraft. We aren't getting a 154 this month. I think that's the only new mold we didn't see this month, but we got one last month in the standard Aeroflot livery, as you might have seen during the Soviet era, of which I should mention that those May releases have not come in stock yet. We've seen some of the pictures for those, but those are not at retailers yet, but they should be here soon. The June release loaded tons of great stuff, and it'll be a very unique release, and I think it will probably take a while for all these to sew up. Expect some of these to take two, maybe three months to sew up at your doorstep. Yeah, awesome assessment right there. I mean, that was perfect. So, uh, great release, very fun release. Uh, what I really like about this release is there was a little bit of everything here. I mean, you can go to all regions outside of, I think South America was the only one that really missed out on some models here, and this is phenomenal. So, some really high demand ones that have really needed to be done for a long time. Uh, whether it's superior molds or just aircraft that haven't been done in general in either a long time or not at all, this was perfect. So, well done with all these airplanes. This is very exciting. I think that they did a great job with all kinds of different variants, liveries, all all kinds of that fun stuff and a great balance of retro models modern models all across the globe models popular models not quite as popular models niche based models whatever you want to say so this was great well done by ng models this was a fun release yes i definitely expect some of these to get delayed into further months there's no way they can make all of these in one month but it's really great to see them announced i think they'll continue to do them one by one as they say on their instagram page and i'm really excited to see where it's, they're going to go with this so great job by ng models and i'm very excited to see where they'll go going forward. Yeah, absolutely. NG is doing great stuff and we're excited to see what they do. So with that being said, we move to JC Wings. So we're trying to cover as many model aircraft companies as we can. Not just the big ones like NG or Gemini, but we want to cover some of the smaller or more obscure brands. So we're going to cover some of them in today's video as well. Tons of planes get released and of course you have to pick which ones you're going to get because obviously 99.9% people have a limited budget. So, um, JC Wings did drop some models and there's some good stuff in here, but nothing that I'm going to pick up. There's one that if it comes out in 400 scale I will pick up, but there was the Air Baltic 737-500. If that comes out in 400 scale I will be buying that one for my new Riga Project Airport. Some interesting ones, I thought the China Airlines A350 was the most interesting, both flaps up and flaps down. For that one, of course, JC Wings created the flaps down mold, so they do a lot of these flaps up and flaps down releases where they make both. The Japan Airlines 747, for example, this month on the new 747 mold looks to be quite good. A ton of new molds have come out of the last year. I mean, we are filled with new molds from everybody, except Phoenix molds. They're still using molds from like 15 years ago. Uh, but of course, the uh, uh, Qantas AC50, everybody's going to be making that because 
you know, it'll sell even though it's not really a model that's, in my opinion, that significant outside the fact that Qantas ordered the 350 and they slapped the Qantas logo on a Airbus House Livy 350. But it's one that I know a lot of people are going to be interested just because of the significance of the aircraft. So if you're looking for it, the JC Wings variant is pretty good um, and it's very good in 200 scale. So it will be a very good pick up for that. And in 400 scale, I would say if you're looking for this one, just wait for the upcoming, at some point, NG Models version whenever they do make a 351,000. But I think a lot of people will, in fact, get this JC Wayne version as it is better than Phoenix version. Um, of course, we're seeing an MD-80 made with Finnair, so that's really exciting. And of course, the one that I'm most excited about, one that I would consider was kind of its own separate release, but this was the Star Wars 737. The only reason I'm, I'm not so sure about it is NG is making this model as well, and it looks like their version will be superior to the JC Wayne's one, just because the mold's better. Another interesting aircraft, the last one I'm going to talk about here, is the Super Guppy. Now, this is a model that has not been made for a really long time. I think only one or two others have been made, and they were made using this exact same mold. Um, now, this one is also unique because if you buy this model, you'll get a skin tag of the Super Guppy number one included with your purchase. So that would be really interesting to see. Uh, you'll get this polished metal model that would be really cool with a skin tag. So that is something I would consider buying. I'm just not sure if I'm going to get it, but I do think that this will sell out on pre-order. And I suspect, considering the fact there are skin tags with this, this is going to be a really limited this model. If I had to guess, maybe around 200 units, which would be very, very rare. So, definitely a model to consider, but it comes at the price of a 200 scale model. So, it comes at the price of what would be a very rare model. So, definitely something to think about before you buy it. But, it would be a very unique model for your collection if you did pick it up. Absolutely. Lots of great planes in this release. Citrus hit on all of them. That were really good. Uh, there's a special Air Canada A220 livery turning red. That's really nice. Got an Air Canada L1011. That's also really cool. Uh, and then again, the 1000 sticker for the uh, Airbus A350 for Qantas. That's great. Um, lots of great planes here. And it's great to see JC Wings continuing to get those niche markets as well. A lot special livery for CRG 900, the North got uh, livery, which is very cool. Uh, and again, lots of great planes. Uh, we got some Dragonair cargo stuff too, which is great. I mean, all kinds of great stuff, even some house liveries. So fun release right there. Great job by JC Wings. And they'll continue to fill those markets. Great uh, for international collectors of all regions. And I'm excited to see where they'll continue as well. Also really cool to see the Star Wars livery release. Uh, the one I'm really eager to see how that will turn out. I don't think in-flight will ever do it, but we'll have to see. So very excited to see how that will come out as well. But for the moment, we have the releases that we uh, just showed. So very nice to take a look at those. And JC is continuing to do what they do. Absolutely. And of course, with that being said, we move on to another 200-scale brand. Now, this company mostly makes 200-scale aircraft. They are in-flight 200. They've also, at some points in the past, made 500-scale models. But 200-scale is their bread and butter. And in-flight is very interesting because they are a company that makes very few aircraft. And they will make extremely niche aircraft to the point where they have made aircraft specifically for one customer. And so some of these aircraft can be very rare. And they will release all sorts of aircraft. And they can release almost anything. Now, of course... They also do a different release cycle than what most companies do. Unlike what most companies do, where they'll do a 
specific release that will do maybe like 10 models once every month. In-Flight will just sort of trickle models out. They'll be like, okay, today we're going to release three planes, and then maybe next week they'll release two. It, it's kind of all over the place, and they release a lot of special releases and that sort of thing. So, there's a lot of aircraft in this one, and they have molds for seemingly every aircraft commercial airline on the planet, and they do do some military as well. The one that I'm most excited from the most recent like, batch is the American 757-200 with the winglets, November 612 Alpha. Alpha, uh, I'm pretty much guaranteed to be picking this one up. It'll look super cool alongside the Gemini one, and yeah, it'll be a great model to add to the collection. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, again, InFlight, I think it's a really cool brand. I really hope to pick up one of their planes because they look really, really cool. And again, really cool assessment, and they have a lot of very interesting releases. So sometimes they'll just do, uh, usually their average, usually from my observations, appears to be about 7 to 12 models, and they'll just drop a few as it is, which is really cool. And they'll do a lot of various carriers too, which is really cool. And their most recent release, you're going to find stuff from America, Canada, uh, U.S. Navy even. That's very cool. Uh, so retro america stuff uh bagrit i think hopefully i said that right uh and then just different airlines air new zealand in here with some classics so very cool even the korean fokkers so very nice right there but then you'll even find some small releases that also go along with that with a jl uh this was uh, titled as a limited one which is very cool and j fox they also work with which is cool but like a luton's a 8310 2e boeing 767 300 uh the ryanair 737 800 uh man it's just awesome so they absolutely have it lined up it's really really cool but for our u.s base on the big ones uh, feel free to check out easy toys article and in flight in general for the full list but for the big ones that stand out of note uh you got the america 757 polished what a cool airplane uh very very nice the america 707 100 absolutely great uh u.s navy uc 880 very cool um pan am devil's dc8 very very nice right there air new zealand 737 200 seems really cool you got the uh korean fokker 28 very nice uh, JAL uh, 350, very cool. Uh, we got a RAAF A330 200 MRTT, very nice. Uh, Lutanza A310, 2E767300, and the Ryanair 737. So lots of great planes there from InFlight. They continue to do a great job. And I really like their molds. They're very detailed. Just like it's, I kind of reminds me of Aviation 400 and the 1 to 200 together. They're super precise, big on detail. I think they have moving fan blades and all that fun stuff and all their molds. They have lots of molds, and I would highly recommend checking them out. InFlight is great in 1 to 200 scale, and I highly recommend them for anybody looking for detail, quality, and accuracy. Great job by InFlight 200. They are a great brand. Well done. Yeah, and they do some really interesting things. Now, when they say limited on Japan Airlines 350, they mean it. Like, there might be 50 of those made total. Like, that's really limited. And they do some interesting stuff. Like, I don't think it was in this release set, but they did the uh, General Electric 747-400 test bed aircraft, which they used to test different GE engines. And then they also recently re-released the United States VC-25A, 29,000. Um, they've released this model fairly regularly, so they do like one every year, but their uh, Air Force One models are some of the best out there, and they are worth the 200-some bucks they cost to buy them, so uh, yeah, they're quite expensive, quite limited, but they're really, really good, so those are, some ones, those are some of the ones that we thought were really interesting, and with that being said, we move on to Panda Models, who has a new release set, and they released some interesting aircraft. Um, they have this new mold with the TU-134, 
which is a really interesting aircraft in that it was a really small commercial airliner that the Soviets built. Um, I want to say it's somewhere around, it's almost basically a regional jet. I think it holds somewhere between 70 to 100 people. And they make it several different variants, including um, almost like a, a very fast version, almost slightly sub-supersonic version that they released one of here for the Russian Air Force. And I think they have a total of three or four TU-134s they announced for this release set. And of course the one that I'm most excited about are the two Delta A321neos, which I'll be picking up both. They're doing both 501 Delta Alpha and 502 Delta X-Ray. Supposed to be great models. Uh, the only issue is that Panda models has had some quality control issues and hopefully they get that fixed. Although I'm not holding my breath. I expect both to come broken. It just it just is the way it is with Panda right now. Absolutely, yes. This is a very unique set from Panda Models. I'm very excited about the new TU-134 bold with the UB-L and the uh, Alpha variant, which is very, very cool. I think those are cool planes. And again, it's kind of hard to relate to those since those are more for Russia, but I think they're really, really cool regardless. And, you know, they're fun planes to experiment with. Very cool design for sure. So especially with the tail fin and the nose shapes on some of those variants, they're very unique. But really cool airplanes for sure. I really, really like them. You got the Delta H-21 Neos as well. It's just so weird. Uh, because we've seen this a lot uh, recently with conflicts of interest in the model collecting industry. So many uh, manufacturers, for whatever reason, will end up doing aircraft right next to each other, which is so funny for various reasons. For instance, the Star Wars Every Four United was done uh, by, Inf or um, excuse me, by JC Wings and uh, NG Models because the livery just got repainted. Or now Delta A321 Neo is getting done by Panda and NG because it just started revenue service. So it's so crazy to see all this variation with all these different releases, and you'll see it from so many manufacturers but the more and merrier i guess get some competition going pick which one you guys like best and it does provide uh, plenty of variety for our industry so i think it's a good thing but there's various opinions there for sure you also got the singapore cargo 737 300 freighter that's a cool plane i'm sure that's a really nice niche based aircraft and lastly we got the uh i think that's just um air Tran, uh, not Air Tran, literally, but Air Tan, something like that. Uh, cargo 737-800, which is nice. So that'll be another great plane for the fleet. Kind of looks like the Airbridge cargo delivery, which is interesting, but that'll be nice for it. That's Air Tanzania. They were a uh, Russian carrier. Very cool plane for sure. It's a great looking aircraft. I'm sure that'll be helpful for anybody looking for that in their cargo fleet. Yeah, and I actually like it when companies will do the same on an aircraft because usually... When they do multiple releases of the same plane, that means there's quite a bit of demand for that model. So, um, I know some people get annoyed by it, but a lot of times when a new aircraft comes in service, everybody makes a model of it because everybody wants a model of it. And so that's just the reality of the industry. Um, whenever the next really exciting plane, like when the Qantas A350 does go into service, you better everybody's going to make a model of it because it's going to be an aircraft that a lot of people are interested in buying. It just is what it is. Um, so the last release that we're going to talk about in today's video are the new Phoenix Models releases. And there's some interesting ones in here. They made a bunch of A340s, uh, which is a decent mold for them. I have not tried one, but I've heard good things about them. They made a 747-800 Atlas Air, which I am very much interested in. And then they did a Korean Air 748. I really should pick up the recent release they did in the regular livery, because at one point those did fly into Atlanta. Uh, and then, of course, they did two Primair 737-800s. Phoenix's 737 is kind of, meh, it's okay. It's not as good as the NG. 
And another reason I should mention that you may want to avoid these two releases are these are actually test registrations. These were not the registrations that went on to the actual aircraft when they went into service. So that is something to note, but if that doesn't bother you, pick up these two Primair 7,800 because they'll be very nice models for your collection. Uh, of course, they also did the Qantas House A350. The Phoenix A350 is not very good, so I do recommend you stay away from that like it's the plague. Um, other than that, a bunch of um, interesting aircraft. They did an Airbridge Cargo 748 uh, as well. And this one is from the subsidiary, which is Cargo Logo Air. Cargo Logic Air, I believe, yes. Some Cargo Logic Air, yeah. Uh, but very interesting, bunch of different aircraft in here, and um, they definitely hit a more Asian portion of the market that's always been more their focus, is particularly in China and East Asia, and for that market I think they did a great job. I completely agree. This is another fun release right here. Great A340s. I really like the Iberia particularly, but the South Africa A340-600 Star Alliance livery is great. The Mahan Air is also awesome. So great job. The Egypt Air 777 I think will be great. I'm sure a lot of people will be excited for that in a good mold. Cathay Air 340-600 uh, in the old colors. Very cool plane. And a great note with the primary registrations. Thanks for mentioning that. So again, and then another Qantas uh, house livery just proving my principle that I talked about just a moment ago. So another fun release from phoenix i'm excited to see what they'll continue to do i do think that maybe they should try to update their molds or get some additional molds or something like that but they'll continue to produce what they got to produce so phoenix can't blame you keep up the good work and excited to see what they'll they will progress that's right they do what they gotta do and uh we wanted to uh bring in a new little section where we talk about interesting ebay sales but you talk about the top sales um in both 200 and 400 scale so you can actually go onto eBay and see what models sold for it. And so I'm just going to bring you the top selling 200 scale model here. This sold in the last month. This was a model sold on May 24, 2022. And this one sold for $503.99 US. Now it did sell in Australian dollars, which was $698. That was a model of the Antonov 225 with the Boron Space Shuttle. And so this is showing the aircraft as it would have been built and what its purpose was for to carry the Boron Space Shuttle. This aircraft did actually fly with a prototype of the Boron Space Shuttle in the 1980s. But of course, due to the collapse of the Soviet Union and the success of the American Space Shuttle program and the expense of producing a Russian Space Shuttle, the program was eventually scrapped. And the aircraft ended up being used as a heavy cargo hauler until the aircraft was unfortunately completely destroyed in the recent invasion of Ukraine. But this one in particular, I don't know which brand made this one, but this one looks really nice. And it's sold by a big seller in Australia who sells hundreds of models. And it looks to be a really nice plane. And um, definitely one that I think uh, whoever buys it will really enjoy. For whatever reason, uh, Antonov has started to sell for big money recently, probably because of the destruction of a lot of them and a lot of people getting interested in Antonov due to the history that's now behind them, particularly the recent history. And so uh, it seems like the average 200 scale Antonov is selling for around $500, which is kind of crazy to think that that's an average price for a 200 scale model. 
but it's what the market's demanding right now, and I honestly don't see those prices coming down anytime soon for an Antonov. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy to see this, uh, these eBay listings. So we thought that this would be something fun to integrate along with another new section coming here in a moment. But really cool to see this right here. I believe this is airhubstore.com. That's at least what's on the box. That's my best guess there. But this is a good looking airplane. I really like the space shuttle on it too. Very nice to see that right there. What a great airplane. I mean, it looks really, really good. And the mold looks very proportional and very uh, nice and uh, correct. So really good job. And again, uh $500 for that, that's incredible. And along with the $75 shipping, man, I, I would have a hard time paying that. But it's a great airplane, and I'm sure whoever that went to is going to enjoy it dearly. So really cool to see that as well. Our 1 to 400 for this month that sold for $405 on May 15th is the Aero Classics 1 to 400 scale Vizca Doubles DC 1030 uh, Yankee Victor 134 Charlie in the 1980s livery. This sold for $405 with $8.35 uh, shipping. And this from Northeast Diecast. I know this guy. Uh, I'm sure he was very happy to get big money on that. So uh, I don't know too much about this airline. All I know is that some of these Aero Classics planes can go for big money, and this is a prime principle of that. Um, that's just incredible to see one of these models going for $400. I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of talk recently about all these high-selling models on eBay, and it's just another prime example. And there was various others that were pretty close to this price, but this was the highest price that we were able to find, and it's just absolutely incredible to see that. So uh, really cool looking plane though. I really like the details and all the uh, integration they have there. It looks really, really nice. So well done. Very cool plane and uh, nice to see uh, Northeast Diecast get some big money there. Yeah, absolutely. And supposedly there was a Salmon 30 Salmon, Gemini Jet 737 Alaska Airlines that sold for $4,000. However, at the time of this recording, we could not confirm if that actually sold for four grand. Probably it didn't. But that was supposedly a model that sold. So that's really interesting. Uh, hopefully by the time we do the next episode, we'll confirm what the actual sale price for that model was. But according to eBay, it sold for $4,050, which is a lot of money. And another segment that we wanted to throw in here, sorry that we got a little out of order. We'll plan to do these between like mold news, release news, community news next time. So sorry that this got a little out of order. We were in the groove, but nevertheless, how about this release from Gemini Jets? One thing that we want to start covering and let us know if you guys have anything that you guys like to see in particular that we cover on the show. We may do full episodes on topics like these and we're really excited for that. So this is a little appetizer to that. So if you guys are interested in things like this, please let us know in our socials and all that fun stuff. And please let us know what other types of segments you would see. Feel free to DM us or whatever you'd like to do. But one thing we're going to do here is assess a release that was absolutely incredible. And we're going to take a look at various releases that were just did dividends for the aviation community. And this is one of them right here. This was the 1 to 400 scale Gemini Jets July-August release from 2014. This was an absolute killer release. I think that everybody uh, that's been in the community since 2014 may have a plane from this. It was absolutely incredible. And we just go by all the aircraft one by one. Air France Airbus A380, absolutely incredible, really cool release back when these MSRP'd at $55, crazy. Air New Zealand 777-300ER, very, very cool. British Airways A321, I'm pretty sure that had the old mold, absolutely incredible. Delta 717, wow, absolutely incredible. And the Boeing 777-200LR for Delta, very, very cool. The JetBlue Airbus A321 with the prism tail, that was huge for the time. There's not been one done at that point. I even have an unboxing video of that that I may uh, choose to share at some point. Really cool. 
Oh man, the KLM MD11, that thing goes for big bucks now. And it had the goodbye uh, MD11 sticker on the box, uh, which was very cool. The Philippines Boeing 747-400, this release was unbelievable. Oh my goodness. Qantas Airbus A380, gosh almighty. The Southwest 737-700 in the Canyon Blue livery. I'm just looking at the uh, sticker right now with the Southwest Airlines and the aircraft. That's just such a vibe right now, man. That's that's incredible. The United 787-9 Dreamliner in the Continental Globe livery. A U.S. Airways Boeing 757-200. Absolutely incredible. And then the only thing that I've not heard of that's at the bottom here is a Wild Row uh, Dash 8 Q400. But gosh, oh my, that is a, that's a release right there, man. Uh, just incredible to see all those U.S. narrow bodies getting complimented by all those uh, international heavies that was a killer release man I, I would be eager to see how some of our og collectors how many they have from that release that was absolutely incredible and that was that's insane we don't quite get releases like that nowadays i mean yes we do get some great ones but that's insane and i don't even know how gemini jets was able to put all that together to do that that's just absolutely incredible uh this screenshot that citrus found was from uh jake's aviation he's been making some great videos in the community lately so be sure to check him out one of the long-standing viewers at, or not viewers I should say, but content creators that's been going very strong. He has uh, uh, he had a very good airport back in the day. He's making some great reviews now. But he was using the www.bandican.com website to record this. That's just such a vibe, man. That throws it way back. And we'll definitely have episodes this summer talking about throwing it back uh, with just all the just everything as a whole with the community, with the old molds and the old boxes and the old planes and the old releases and the old airports and the old cameras. We're gonna go way back, and this is just the start of that so uh yes this release was absolutely incredible and feel free to suggest this other releases i know like the july august 2016 one i think was really good and the 2015 uh just so many great releases so let us know what you guys think that absolutely incredible right there what a unit yeah absolutely great release and uh windero air i think windero uh they are a norwegian airline and they became the launch customer for the Embraer 190E2. That is what they're most known for. I believe their fleet is now all E2s. So pretty cool. Uh, but they did get a model of a Q400. Little do people know that model was actually made. I personally have the US Area 752, the United 787, Southwest 737, which at the time was a huge deal because Southwest models did not get made. It just wasn't the thing that happened. Um, and I had the Delta 717, which was the second release. And while a lot of these planes made it, some people look kind of average or pedestrian. A lot of these were the first time they've been made. Um, a KLM 7 MD-11, that would be the last one Gemini Jets would make. Um, and I believe the Air France 380 was one was the first one they made with antennas, uh, as well as the Qantas 380. The first time they had released an A380 with antennas. The Air New Zealand 333 is one of the first ones they had with antennas. And so they were starting to add antennas and satcom boxes to the models at this time, just making it more interesting. Uh, the JetBlue H21, of course, the very first JetBlue E321 released, and at this time, still one of only two that have been made. And it was also on their brand new Airbus mold. That's the first aircraft to have it. Uh, that'll be followed by the American 321 and many other aircraft. And this would be, in many people's opinion, including mine, the best. Gemini Jets Airbus mold they've ever had because they then ruined it a couple years later with the current Airbus mold that they have, which I don't know why because the, the this mold that they announced in 2014 was really good and I didn't really have many issues with it. But 
That was a great release. That was one of the greatest releases of all time. And back when you could get a brand new A321 for only $34.95 MSRP. And that was considered expensive at the time. I don't know what were we thinking. But uh, simpler times back then. And cheaper too. But this was a great release set. And one of the ones that in my opinion is one of the greatest releases of all time. And so we had to include it in today's video. Or podcast, how we are listening to it. So that brings us to community news, which will be the last segment for today's video uh, or podcast, however it is you're consuming this content. And that is that summer is here. So a lot of your favorite content creators, because it's summertime, will have more time. A lot of people who make model amazing content are in high school, on the younger side, and will be out of high school or out of college and will be able to make more content. Um, Aviation 18 famously does his U.S. trip this time of year, and of course a lot of people will be available to make more content or higher quality content and make some really good videos for summer. Summertime, I've also noticed, is for those of us who have, who are fortunate enough to have YouTube channels that actually make some money, is also one of the most profitable times of the year for us. So we really do appreciate all of you for watching. and. Um, it helps us out a little bit, you know? It maybe allows us to buy one more model than we would have. So we really appreciate it. And summertime is a great time for content, and we hope you all enjoy the content. It's kind of interesting about summertime when we start these podcasts. So, you know, another way in which summer's been great. Yeah, so, so excited for summer to be here. Regardless of what you may be doing, summer's always a fun time, man. Gotta love going to the swimming pool or going fishing or whatever it may be, cutting grass. Who knows what it's gonna be, but it's so much fun. Uh, usually spend more time with family and just, it, it's a it's a blast, man. The longer days, hanging out outside in the evenings or in the mornings, wherever it may be, wherever you may be listening to this to. You may be listening to this outside for crying out loud. So, very cool that summer's here. I love summer. It's one of my favorite seasons, and I think that your content creators are also going to love it too so definitely expect a lot more great content from the upcoming future including this podcast uh summer's a great time it was a great way to get the summer started with these two podcasts this podcast and the b1 rotate podcast of aviation news we've been really enjoying making this content we're very fortunate that we have some additional time this summer to be able to do it for you guys uh definitely expect this to run through back into the fall and the winter though of course but uh yes very excited to get this started during this time of year it's absolutely incredible and we are so excited for what's to come we hope you guys are as well because it's an absolute blast i'm really excited to see where we will transpire going forward and man it's just absolutely incredible summer's such a vibe may get some of the best releases from model airplanes coming forward too and it's just amazing so what a great time it is so excited for all the additional content and whatever else we maybe see this summer it is such a fun time and not a better time to be better a part of the community whatsoever what a blast absolutely and so summer's going to be awesome we look forward to all the content that we are going to make and that we are going to see you guys make. So that is pretty much it for Model Aircraft Today, episode number one. We hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you all so much for listening, wherever it is that you might be listening to today's episode. With that being said, uh, we would like to clear you for takeoff. Have a great rest of your day. God bless.